0: Hi there, I'm Emily Knight and you're tuning into The Animator's Blueprint. As a student at Animation Mentor and an Inspiring Animator, I'm excited to share this platform with you where we meet the heroes of animation from DreamWorks, Pixar, and beyond. Each episode is a new adventure filled with career training advice, creative inspiration, and the inside scoop from the world's top animation studios. Whether you're just beginning your journey or mastering your craft, this vodcast is your gateway to the animation industry. Let's embark on this creative expedition together. Thank you so much for your time today, everybody. Welcome, A-Ray. Thank you so much for joining the Animation Mentors Vodcast. How are you doing today?
1: I'm great, thanks for having me.
0: Of course, of course. We really appreciate you and your time today. Uh, So first question I would love to ask you is, how old were you when you got into animation?
1: I was just turning 20. So I was 19, 20. I think I was around 19 when I got my first offers and then um, oh, yeah. I joined the industry at 20. So mm-hmm. I was very young. It was, uh, it was, I was just still in university while I was, um, when I started working, which I do not advise anybody okay. do. But uh, yeah.
0: Wow. What university did you go to?
1: I went to this small private university called uh, Trinity Western University, which is just out, right outside of Vancouver in uh, Canada. And uh, I went there for about three years and then can't afford it anymore. So I luckily had a job and I just kind of, just continue doing that.
0: Yeah. Wow, you got a job straight. That's the first time I've heard that. That's incredible. Really? Oh,
1: That's good.
0: Yeah. Many well, yeah. stories where they take about six years till they get their first job. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, I, I had started my first job, but I was also animating for a lot longer before that. Oh, got it. Understood. Yeah. said.
0: Okay. And please tell us about your animation journey into the career where you are now. How did you get here?
1: Into into, into my career or into my current job?
0: Into your career, sorry. My career, okay. <laughs> what, now?
1: all right got it got it got it well um i'm sure you've heard this a million times i, I loved animation as a kid and it was uh <laughs> it was really fun and i it, it, for me it was the thing where we weren't really allowed to watch that many cartoons so it was always like a forbidden fruit when i got to like watch a movie or a cartoon that wasn't uh, that was animated and i loved it mm-hmm. um and then i remember when there was this there's i had a friend of mine tell me like oh yeah there is this there's this free 3d software that lets you you know create animation i'm like what this is amazing and i was around the same time that i um i think i was like watching the behind the scenes of, of some movie and i saw some people working on computers and as a kid i was like wait a second if someone's working on a computer that means they're probably they're probably getting paid to do that so i was like oh my god it's amazing i can, I can get paid to do animation so i'll sign me up right away and then when i started doing um, when I started with this free software Blender, which is what I was using,
0: okay, yeah, I was just
1: kind of like soaking up everything I could. I learned modeling and lighting, texturing, and everything just to kind of understand CG in general. And then I got to a place where I, I, I'd always loved acting. I'd always loved performance. I always I also kind of wanted to be a Hollywood actor, but I, it, I was a kid living in the northeast of Scotland, so I, that wasn't a huge possibility at that time for me but i was like you know at least i can i can with animation i could be whatever i want i could be a human i could be a dog i could be an alien i could be whatever you know so yeah, just,
0: I love that. possibilities
1: are endless so i just kind of started you know dive uh, like sort of dissecting as much as i could off the internet and i go to the library and I read books and everything i possibly could wow. and then that was around the time that um animation mentor was was starting I was like, I want to go to Animation Mentor, but I was too young at the time. So I was like, Ah, well, if I can't if I can't uh, do it, luckily they had you know, like Animation Mentor post their syllabus online. I'm like, Okay, well, uh, I'm just gonna try to do it by myself. Yeah, Which okay. again, I <laughs> really it took me a lot longer, and I also would, I also made a lot of mistakes and had a lot of really bad habits along the way. But anyway, I was like, I'll do it by myself, and then I I started like. Uh, comparing my my work with like students work at the time so like, I could do the ball bounce, look at the ball bounce uh, it looks about the same look at the next one Pat's mine uh, it looks about the same with the next one wow. you know? so but it, that kind of worked for a couple classes but then when it got to like the more um, performance heavy stuff yeah. that was when I, I realized wait I can't really just I can't teach myself acting I need to kind of have someone critique things for me and, and kind of push me in certain ways mm-hmm. so that was when I started kind of reaching out to professionals online and kind of seeing um, who would kind of give me the time of day. I spent years sending emails and I I, I sent thousands of emails, if not, you know, even more. And I got to a point where it was, it was, uh, it was like a maybe, maybe 15 replies out of like the maybe about, Twelve hundred emails that I sent. Okay, but um, I was like, God, oh, these fifteen replies. Is, I'm gonna just
0: I'll take fifteen, yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly, I'll take fifteen is more than zero. So, yeah, exactly. but on, those those fifteen were the most influential people. You know, they they oh, wow. they helped me so much, and they they critique the work that I was doing, and they were very very helpful in trying to get me to to move forward in in, in my career or just in my journey in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and then around when I was well, I guess I was when I was 18, when I just graduated high school, um, I was animating for, I had been trying to learn how to animate for about 10 years at that point. So like wow. I said, I started really young, but um, I remember I saw online that um, the animation collaborative, which is like a physical school. It was at the time a physical school right outside or right next to Pixar. Uh-huh. I saw that they're doing a demo reel review, and at the time I had I was living in Canada, and I was kind of thinking, ah, well, that must be great for all those Bay Area students, you know,
0: huh. the
1: opportunity to get review, review reel reviews. And then my parents were kind of like, "Hey, you and your brother, my brother's turning twenty-one, I was turning eighteen. Like, hey we're gonna we're gonna we can send you guys on a trip wherever you want to go." And I'm like, oh, "San Francisco, San Francisco, please, can we go to San Francisco?" My brother was, like, "Yeah, I'm down." So. I, got, I loaded up my, my demo reel onto a flash drive. I'm like, okay, this is my job. This is my golden ticket. I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, you know? And we flew down and I, I, was, able to show, um, I was able to show some animators there, my work. I remember there's one animator, Aaron Hartline, that I was like, I really, really, really want to like get my work in front of him. I, I had been a huge fan of his for years and years. And I'm like, okay, I want to be able to make sure that he sees my work and he gets to critique it. So, I make sure, like I, I'm I standing at the front of the line. As soon as the doors open, I beeline for his desk. I'm like, "Hi, how's it going? My name's Eric." I showed him my work, and I remember sitting down, wanting to while he was showing me my while I was showing him my demo reel, and I was just kind of
0: like,
1: <laughs> "Time," trying to see his reactions to the corner of eye. And then when he finished watching, he was like, "Wait, how old did you say you were?" I'm like, "I'm I'm 18," and he's like. And you learned how to do this by yourself. Wow. I was like, "Yeah." Was like, wow! This is this is this is really good. Like, I, the animation is terrible, but but your ideas and everything, like the way you're approaching, it, that's what... And I was just kind of like, "Oh my god, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm starting to get kind of faint, and I was about yeah. to like pass out. And he's like, "Yeah, let's let's. I would love to keep in contact with you." Wow! And I'm like. You want to keep in contact with me? Huh? Hey, give me your email. I'm trying to write my email, and my hand is shaking. I can <laughs> I'm a, and I started, I'm sorry, I, I can't write. My hand is shaking too much. And he's like, oh, I'll just take my card, and uh, let's let's keep in contact. Like, Thank you so much. Wow. After that experience, oh, and then one thing I will mention real quickly, just as a something I'll come back a little bit later, is that on that day that I, I went to go um, do that whole thing. Yeah. I went up to the gates of Pixar and I, I went up to the security guard and I was like, hey, I know that it's probably not going to happen, but if it's at all a possibility, please, 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 me get a tour. And he's like, oh, well, unfortunately, no, we can't do that just because you know it's a closed film set and we aren't allowed to get, get but if you know someone who works here, then maybe you can, you can get a tour. I'm like, okay. I was walking away and I'm like, I had all this feeling of muster and all that. And I walked back and I said, sir, i'm gonna work here one day and he's like son if that's what you want to do you go ahead and you chase your dreams and i'm like i think he's going and then anyway so and then later on that day we had the real reviews and then um that was the when i started university i'm thinking yes i'm i'm i've am i got it i'm about to you know um i'm about to have all my dreams come true all i need to do is is apply for pixar and i got in." Right. So I applied for Pixar. That the summer in my first year of university it was my, fir- uh, my third time applying for the internship. Oh, okay. And I was like, okay, here we go. And I got another rejection.
0: I'm like, um, oh, man. So
1: <laughs> that was my third rejection. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, man. I- that was my third rejection for that internship. <laughs> so oh, <yeah>. I applied <laughs> to many, many, many other internships. Um, and I was like, oh, man, I... I- I thought because I know someone from Pixar, obviously that means that I should be able to get in, right? That's how that works. But um, what I did, which I don't advise anyone does anymore, but what I did is that I printed out my rejection letters, framed them and put them above my computer. So anytime I get tired or anything, I look up my rejections, of like, no, I'm going to keep going, keep going, yeah. keep going. <laughs> which again, it's not healthy. You don't advise right <laughs> anyone does that. But I um, Aaron actually helped sort of like mentor me over over uh, for a few months and then I met oh, some other animators that helped mentor me as well another one was Monty Ruffin he was also a Pixar animator and then I remember when one day in like right before my second the beginning of my second year he was like hey could you please uh, send me your your latest reel I said sure I can I said it to him I'm like oh what' why, why did you ask he said oh I just wanted to send it to the head of the department I why would you do that? Why didn't... I didn't give him permission. Ah, you know? I was like, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. I ended up having a chat with him, the head of the department, and he was just kind of just asking me about, you know, my life, and asked me about my, my reel, and just kind of getting, you know, feel for me. And then the conversation ended, and he's just like, yeah, I just wanted to say hi. Anyway, have a good day. Okay. I was like, okay. I don't know what that meant, but okay, yeah. sure.
0: I'm good, yeah.
1: Exactly, yeah. And then... At the, uh, um, a few weeks or so later, still at, at the beginning of my um, second year, the, like a friend of mine who worked at Sony, he sent me a message and he was like, hey, you know, we're, we're hiring at Sony, you should apply. I said, I'm not going to apply. Like, first of all, I'm not good enough to get in. Second of all, I'm not going to drop out of school, even if I did get in. Uh, and he's like, nah, it's okay. Just apply anyway. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, nothing's going to happen. So, Sent off my reel, and I just kind of didn't even think about it anymore. The entire year of, of my second year goes by, didn't hear a word from anything from anybody. So I'm kind of starting to think, like, you know what? You no, know, it's 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 really, really tough for me. I don't really think I want to do this anymore. But at the same time, there's just a lot of stuff happening in my life, and a lot of stuff happening personally for me, with my family, mm-hmm. my finances, and all that kind of stuff. And I got to a point where I really was just like, you know, I... I don't know if this is it for me anymore. Like animation kind of seems like a pipe dream. Like, how, how am I ever gonna work in film? Like, that doesn't make any sense, you know? And I remember sitting in a field in in like the the um like our, our soccer field, just sitting in the bleachers, kind of having a woe-is me moment. And I said, the only thing that would make me not quit animation right now is if I got into Pixar.
0: Hmm.
1: I kid you not. Two minutes later, my phone buzzes and I'm like, I'll look, pull it out. And I see an email from an at address. And I'm like, oh, I've gotten rejection letters before. And I'm like, this is different. This is different. I click on it and it's like, Hey, are you free this summer? And I'm like, I like stood up and I was like shouting, running over the place. Run back to my run back to my dorm and was like, Oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Ah! I kept reading it over and over and over again. And then um a few weeks later, I got a, a few days or no, no, actually two days later, I get an email from Sony being like, Hey, we'd love to interview you for a couple movies. And I'm like, ah, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. Yeah, just like in a week, you know? And that was like one of the biggest lessons for me that it was at that point, like 11 or so years of mostly silence and then boom, three days, my whole life
0: exactly. completely
1: turned, you know? Yeah. So from there, I I started, I I got into the internship and then I, I did my interviews. And in the interviews, I kind of told them, hey, you know, sorry, I don't want to leave school and I'm not going to, you know, do whatever. And they're like, well, why did you, why did you apply if you're not going to drop out of school? And I'm like, well... I didn't think I was going to get an interview. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) I didn't think I was going to get this far.
1: (laughs) I was, I just kind of just throw it and just kind of whatever. And they are like, okay, let's see what happens. Have a good day. Bye. I thought, well, at least I have Pixar. That's great. Pixar is a great, you know, opportunity. So on my first day of Pixar, I get there and again, it felt unreal. Walking up to the gates, get to the security guard, it was the same security guard from three years earlier. And I was like, I said, hi, brother, my name, is Ari." And he said, okay, cool. Here's your badge. Have a nice day. Wow. I said, you probably don't remember me, but I was here three years ago. And I told you I will be here one day. And he was like, gets out of the booth, comes and gives me a big hug. And he's like, congratulations, son. Welcome to Dixitari. He comes, opens the gate for me. And it was the most unreal experience and halfway through my my internship i get a call from sony and they were like hey so sorry it took us a long so long to get back um we've never done this before but if you're interested i know you don't want to drop out of school but if you're interested we would be willing to work out like a part-time thing for you so you can do school full-time and you can work part-time at sony what i was like what is happening how is this my life right now yeah (gasps) And then that was, that was that year. And then I finished off the internship. Then a couple months later, I started at Sony at the same time as being in my third year of university, which again, do not advise doing. It was not a, it was difficult. <laughs> so
0: yeah.
1: I learned a lot. I learned a lot about time management, I learned a lot about priority, but things I've long forgotten that <laughs> I don't have to worry about that as much, but that was that and then there there've been ups and downs for sure but that was kind of the start that really kind of helped kind of shape what my idea of possible and impossible were which I I'm extremely and extraordinarily lucky to have had
0: wow amazing journey i love your story i applied to pixar as well and i'm applying to internships now and i also started out with blender that yes. was a difficult thing without school. I was trying to yep. learn my YouTube videos and I was like, I don't know. What? Hours, I mean. <laughs> yep. It was it's so hard. That's amazing. Yeah. Love your story. How fun. Um. So how long was your Sony, uh, Sony job?
1: Um. I was at Sony for, so the Pixar internship was three months. And then um, I was on Sony for about eight months or so.
0: Wow. Okay. At the end
1: of 2017 into the beginning of
0: 2018. Wow. Like, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And with your Pixar internship, what did you learn from that? I'm so interested.
1: Man, I <laughs> I felt like it was it was a complete like destruction of everything I know and rebuilding back up again.
0: Oh so no it was, way! It
1: was, it was a thing of like in the internship they kind of start you from doesn't matter how whatever your experience is it starts you from ball bounce then walk cycle then pantomime then dialogue and that's that's like kind of what it is I and mean, then it it kind of breaks everything down that you would think and like teaches you a whole new way of animating teaches you a whole new way of thinking what I learned what I felt was such one of the greatest things for me was that they again taught me how to learn they taught me how to think for myself they taught me how to kind of Question and and they mm-hmm. kind of instill this 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 mentality in me of just like what's the best choice what why 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 always asking who what when where why why is my character doing this who is my character why are they the way they are where do, mm-hmm. what do they want blah blah, blah blah all these different things and I was kind of really you know that in, in 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 addition to my I also did theater growing up so like that in addition to all of that was just mm-hmm. this feeling of like animation is not just about moving things anyone can learn how to move things but it's it's, i'm going to say this in the most cheesy way like only uh, anybody can learn how to move things but only animators can move people
0: (laughs) oh
1: there we go (laughs) no but it's, it's true and i think it's really important to like figure like to really understand surely what it means to like um to to animate a truthful performance. And I think Pixar really helped kind of set me up, set me up on that path.
0: Wow. Gosh, I would love to get into an internship so badly. Um, Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, speaking of internships, how (laughs) many did you apply throughout your journey before you started getting your bigger jobs? Apprenticeships, fellow, I know DreamWorks has fellowships. um, Mm -hmm. I applied to that one as well. Um, tell us, the pro- tell us the process about that.
1: Um, I, I could not for the life of you tell me, or I cannot for the life of me, tell you how many internships I applied for <laughs> it, it. There was a point where I was every day applying for five or six. So it was announced for like months and months, and months. Cause I was just like applying everywhere. I wrote so many cover letters. I. <laughs> I'm going to be very honest. I just took a template and just <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> and like, if there's anything specific, it's like, I would always research the company and add something specific into the sentence. Like, Oh, cool. And I'll send it off, you know, but I applied, I applied to a lot and I got, re- got a lot of rejection letters. Funnily enough, Pixar was the only place that accepted me the year that I, that I um, applied. And I was like, wow, so I can, you can imagine my feeling of applying for Pixar having not gotten in multiple times and then applying for everything else, games, TVs, to feature everything, but no, every place was, was, was denying me. So I thought, I guess I'm a worthless animator, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's not really about like, okay, well, I, it's not really about how many jobs you get. It's not, it's about kind of like the meaning of the work that you're actually doing. Yeah. Um, but i if that answers your question like i, th- I think it's important to just kind of keep on applying and find and not feel like you're bigger than anything and i think that was another important thing is like making sure that you're not turning your nose up at a job just because like oh i'm not going to work in blank because i'm better than blank, you know yeah no no no,
0: no, no. Exactly. yeah so you applied to video games tv shows production companies mm-hmm. and animation
1: companies. yes
0: yeah yeah oh, okay. and i
1: think part of Probably what was in my, um, what's the word? Non, something that was a detriment for me was not being Canadian and I'm still not Canadian, nor am I American, I'm British. However, um, they never, like anytime they ask me what my nationality was because of visa reasons, the States for some reason is really good with with dealing with international uh, interns and apprentices. But everywhere else kind of makes it a lot more complicated to, to intern if you're not, you know, either from the country. Oh. So being very very mindful about like sometimes it's just your passport that's that's not the issue, but sometimes a passport can be something that you have to kind of figure out what are the best options with the with the specific passport that you have.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Okay, you're yeah. you're British.
1: I, I am British. I grew up in a lot of different places, so that's why my accent sounds North American, but I, I am British.
0: Wow, that's really yeah. cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So when applying to jobs, what should be on the resume? What do you need to be really good at? And you can say mastered that will speak volume and for sure you need to have this skill to
1: mm-hmm. get job. Um. job. A lot of my students get annoyed with me, I'm sure, because every question is respond. I respond with, "It depends." <laughs> so again, it depends. But in this time, it depends with, it depends on um, what jobs you're applying for. It depends on when you're applying for. It. it depends on what the availability of the job is. All these different things, but. most I can talk about is what I have my experience with so if you're playing for something like in feature especially like if you're playing for like you know Disney or Pixar or DreamWorks yeah Yeah. to me it doesn't matter if you're a student professional master or whatever you need to be a master of the fundamentals of animation you know like once you're a master of the fundamentals of animation that is that is a, a gateway to being like oh so you know you know the craft you know it very well you know how to apply it in different ways that is number one number two you need to be able to have an opinion and be able to convey your opinion through your work mm. so what sort of things do you what sort of what sort of movies do you like to watch what sort of performances mean something to you what are all these how do all these sort of things inspire you and how can you um, apply that to your um, how can you apply that to your work, and how can you convey that successfully through the medium of animation? Mm. And that's kind of the thing. Animation is just a medium; it's not it's not a genre or anything. So, how can you make sure that you are you have you know what you want to make, and you're just using animation as a vehicle to be able to make that? Mm. That's the most important thing for me is just show me that you have an opinion through your work, either with specific performances, your taste in in media, whatever it is.
0: Mm-hmm. oh yeah 100 can you go over the fundamentals please
1: absolutely so that i mean by fundamentals it's just class one stuff so you squash stretch posing strong posing your your um ease ins ease outs everything yeah. so there's 12 principles but <clears throat> really truly understanding like the different ways of using that so mm-hmm. let's take arcs for an example arc isn't just Oh look at this arm! It's going all over the place. It's thinking about like, how can I use my arcs to make sure that my mouth corners are polishing really nicely? How can I use arcs to make sure that the nose tip is kind of like isn't just kind of going in a in a stiff stiff um, line? But on top of that, also knowing when to break the rules for very specific purposes, ah. you know being a master of the rules gets you gets you to 95% really quickly but that last five percent is knowing what and when you should break what rules and when you should break each each one of them in order to make sure that you're getting the feel of your shot across accurately you know so it's again it's understanding fully how squash and stretch is used it's not just like the entire body squashing and stretching it's like different places how can, you, how can I squash and stretch the the, the eye mask, how can I squash and stretch? The, the mouth, all these different things can really play into, into um, how, you, how appealing your work is, how, you know, entertaining it is to, to watch and mm-hmm. how believable it is.
0: Wow, yeah, definitely master your fundamentals. Once you got mm-hmm. that foundation, then honestly, the rest of it, I won't say easy peasy, but it helps way more.
1: It you'll really less- does.
0: Yeah, you'll have less yeah. questions. I'm learning now.
1: <laughs> yeah and i think that's true like it doesn't it doesn't make it easy peasy for sure but it does make it a lot less you do have a lot less sort of questions like you always have you always generally always have tools in order to be able to try and attack certain problems mm-hmm. so you have like okay why is why is the weight feeling off okay let me let me look at the let me look at the 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 drawing, which is like the pose. Let me look at the pose. Is my pose balanced correctly? Okay. Is the silhouette working really nicely? Is the is the line of actions working? Like all these different things are again just like the different tools and tool belt to be able to like attack certain problems. Animation at the end of the day really is just creative problem solving. Creative
0: problem solving. what
1: Ugh. The nth degree. Yeah.
0: Seriously. So um, with do you have a LinkedIn?
1: I do. So I love
0: with, with LinkedIn for those let's say you just graduated school now you're ready to start applying jobs uh, what have you what should our LinkedIn look like per se bio what what skills should I put on there expertise um, should I have uh, that I graduated school what should mm-hmm. it look like that can capture everyone
1: um generally I find it that as long as I can find your real, very very quickly on your on your LinkedIn. I want to be able to click on your LinkedIn. I can see what you know the top line things are important to you. If you want to say like, oh, it, what's important to me is is drama, or what's important to me is is you know high level whatever whatever it is important. To you. I would I would love to see that at the at, at the beginning. I scroll down a little bit. I want to be able to see your demo reel right there, front and center. If I, mm-hmm. if I can watch it, I either go to Vimeo or YouTube or whatever it is you want to do. Let's go past there. I want to see that experience. If you don't have any experience, I want to see if there's any educational um, history. Now, the thing is, and I'm going to be very honest about this, your educational history doesn't really matter all that much when it comes to getting specific jobs. Mm-hmm. The only thing that matters is you're real. Yeah. If you, if you say, oh, I went to CalArts on your, on, your, on, your, on your resume cool. Good for you. What, what does your real look like? You know, right. I went to animation mentor. Cool. Good for you. What does your real look like? It doesn't matter where you went. It doesn't matter who, you know, what matters is your real. Like wow. who, you know, can help you, um, get, get certain conversations going with certain people. And that's, that is important. Networking is important, but you're not going to be able to get hired unless you have the skills to back it up. Exactly. You know? And that's, and that's kind of the most important thing for me. So, Who you you are, what you've done, where you've been is the most important thing for a LinkedIn.
0: Perfect. Okay. And speaking of reels, Mm
1: -hmm. what should
0: a reel look like? How, the best tips for the best reel.
1: Absolutely. For me, when putting together a reel, Mm -hmm. you should be able to classify your shots into A, B, and C shots. A shots being the best stuff you've ever done. B shots being really good, but not as not like the best, best things you've ever done and C shots being, again, not as good as B shots, but still there. So your A shots should come first. Your B shots should come second. And your C shots should not be on your reel. You should not ever have your C shots. You should never put anything that you're not, that is not the best work we've ever done on your demo reel. A show reel is different. Like you can, uh, these are different. This is just kind of semantically different. Like a show reel is like, well, this is all the stuff that I've done or a progress reel or something like that. That's fine put as much stuff as you want on there. When you're applying for jobs, really make sure that you are putting your best foot forward and ending with your best foot. You want to make sure you're sandwiching your shot with, with your reel with only, really, only great work. Okay? Something that kind of helps with that is just kind of being very, very vicious with how you cut down a reel. Even though there's a shot that you, must have spent, that you could have spent months on and you love it and you did it years ago and you're so proud of it, If it's not holding up to the best work you've ever done, cut it from your reel. I have done that very recently where I'm like, but I love that shot, but it's not as good as everything else I've done. So I have to cut it from my reel because it's not not up to where it needs to be, you know? The best, best, best reels I've seen are, or some of the best reels I've seen, especially student reels, are three shots long, three to five shots long. I'm not Mm -hmm. looking for 10 shots of like, here's my walk cycle and here's my blah, blah, blah. I wanna see your three best shots that showcase the, the range that you can do. That's all I wanna see. If you only have three shots that are that are that are great, that's all I need to see. If I wanna if I wanna see more, I'll ask for more. But I want you to capture my attention and leave me thinking about you, thinking about, oh, I wanna see more, I wanna see more. You know? Mm-hmm. That's all that's really, really important.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna ask <laughs> how long should it be? How many shots should you include? So just yeah. I like the concept A, B, and C. Okay, mm-hmm. I was yet to make one, but I was wondering, I was like, I didn't want to make a demo reel, but because I only thought there was one type of reel, which is demo reel, and I'm still mm-hmm. in school. So I was like, oh, I don't, these aren't, you know, that crazy good. But you said there's yeah. progress reels?
1: There's progress reels, yeah. And that's, that's something that, like, you can just say, here's everything that I've been working on. Here's something... And that's something that you do every single semester at Animation Mentor. Like, you um, every semester starts with your progress reel and whatever else you need to need to um, need to do for that assignment. And that's kind of like your, so your mentor can know where you've been and where you are right now. You know, and that a progress reel has its benefits for sort of academic. You know, um, what's the word like? What's worth like trying to figure out where you are aptitude or whatever. Okay. So it's just trying to figure out where things. Oh, where
0: you got it, got it. Where you.
1: exactly? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Kind of okay. know what things you need to to focus on.
0: Mm-hmm. So when going good <laughs> question when applying to so say you're still in school you're about mm-hmm. a year in um, and you want to start applying to internships, apprenticeships, fellowships. Um, you don't really have a demo reel yet. It would be okay to put a progress reel do you in your opinion do you think so would that be or would it even be worth it
1: i think if you if you are just finishing class one and yeah. you're trying to apply for internships i highly encourage you to always apply and always try and see how much more you can grow from there um don't be disappointed if you don't get a job right off the bat it it takes time and that's if you if you just finished class one that means you've been animating three months you know mm. and um again don't, don't be disappointed by that however <clears throat> if you're just coming out of animation mentor, you've been you've been doing it for a while you've done class six, you're nice you're applying for jobs again just put your three three to five best shots on your on your reel it doesn't really matter the number specifically it's just cutting down your work to your absolute best work a and b shots only b shots if you can just stick with only A shots great and just stay there but um it's if all you have is a progress reel, go ahead and apply. Something I think is really really important is, and something that I was told that that helped me at some point was knowing that people are watching your progress along the way. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing that people can see your work, and if you if you are animating again, this is my just me getting on my on my pedestal for a little bit. If you're on a pedestal on my on my um, soapbox, if you're mm-hmm. animating with your with opinion. People are going to remember your work. It doesn't matter if it's a ball bounce. It doesn't matter if it's a it's a super subtle emotional acting shot. If you're animated with opinion, your work is going to stand out. You know. Wow. And on top of that, people are going to watch, going to be able to remember. Like, oh, I remember the ball bounce assignment they did last year. Oh, so good. What are they doing now? Oh, sweet. I can see that they've grown this much in a year. Amazing. By next year, hopefully, if if I see they've grown this much, great. But if they've grown this much. Then I know, like maybe I can take a risk on them. Like, okay, well, if they if they've done this much by themselves, let me see if I can if I can help them get here. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just all about like understanding that everybody has growth, everybody has a journey, and you don't, you shouldn't feel upset, you shouldn't feel kind of like too nervous, like oh, I, guess I shouldn't apply, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get rejected. Sure, you might yeah. get rejected, and then you, you move on to the next the next thing, you go on to the next one. But you need to understand that like people are watching your growth and that's really really important to kind of uh yeah. keeping your mind
0: yeah i didn't even think about that because i i just got rejected from one and i was like oh, i wasn't too upset because it's like oh, i just i'm just starting you know but i got yeah. i to do it for the experience so i could get comfortable doing this type of stuff
1: yeah
0: hopefully by some luck i get accepted but i didn't yeah. even think about it that way that next time i do apply they'll be like hey i think i remember that girl she's exactly that's amazing yeah. you know? And so, uh, speaking of job openings, um, how do you hear about these? Is it through networking, LinkedIn, the company website? What's what's the process that you usually take?
1: Um. So earlier on, it was just all it was just all scouring the internet. I would go to every place that I knew, and I would I would Google. I think had this function where it was like, "Did you mean or something?" So I would always like try to type in. Any sort of games company, any sort of animation, TV, anything, just to try and see what was out there and just apply to everything. You know, even yes. I mean, if it was like, oh, I'm senior level. No, I'm not senior level. I'll just like apply anyway. It doesn't matter. I'll see, see what I can get. You know, <laughs> um, you never feel like you should not or cannot apply to a job just because you don't you do not have the experience for it. Go ahead. Who's stopping you? Who's going to stop you from clicking submit?
0: Exactly. You know, exactly.
1: The only person I'll stop you is yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but from there, what I found generally is that a lot of, a lot, a lot of times, like when you're in the industry, you kind of like, you start to know people and then people tell you about job openings or like you see a job opening and there or, or, or recruiters contact you or you contact recruiters and blah, 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 blah. For me, I found something that was very, very helpful was keeping a list of recruiters and keeping a list of of people that that I've talked to, and, and make yeah. sure that like I know that not necessarily just talked about people that have I've talked to about jobs or I've yeah. interviewed with, and just being like, hey, how's it going? Are you still are you still hiring? And just kind of checking in now and then, just just to see, um, just to kind of see what's what's happening in the in the world of of, yeah. of the industry, and to kind of see if you can if if there's any openings if you're looking for a job, and maybe if you're not looking for a job, being being sort of like aware of the landscape of, of, the, of the industry and just kind of know like what work is like out there in case in case you know you do need to change because the fact of the matter is for a lot of people for i would say the majority of people in the industry it's very 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 um contract based and it's very kind of a lot of shorter contracts a lot of kind of like okay, well you can get three month one here one year one here six month one here and you kind of have to bounce around a lot especially at the beginning but sometimes those contracts can get longer and longer and longer sometimes you can get like a two-year contract or you can get you know, a staff contract but definitely at the beginning i had to do it and a lot of my friends had to do it bouncing around a lot just trying to make sure that you're staying employed is important mm-hmm. which is again that passport comes in very handy to be able to um bounce around but keeping aware of keeping the wear of the of the of the job landscapes i know there's a lot of great like brand new opportunity a brand new sort of um uh platforms that kind of are always posting what jobs are available and you can sign up for them and you can like put your preferences and it kind of automatically matches you recruiters and stuff but keep your ear to the ground with the with the industry and keep your passport up to date you'll you'll will be good
0: Wow! Yeah. Yeah. So you, you just mentioned um, you could go up to a two-year contract. So when a company offers does that contract with you, in that two years, are you being assigned different movies, or that's how it works, right?
1: It depends. <laughs> so it depends on a lot of different things. The first thing is like if you're getting hired for a project, or if you're getting hired to the company. Got it. Most times, if you're getting a contract, that contract is for that project. I mean you get sometimes you can get your contract extended for another project or your contract extended for another thing, you know. Sometimes you'll get hired on as an employee or hired on as a salaried, you know, whatever person. And then that that will just have you on like I'm just employed as part of the company and they'll it doesn't matter what the project is going on, I would just kind of jump wherever I'm needed. But those are more so like staff contracts rather than like project contracts. Mm-hmm. Um but I would say nine times out of 10, I don't have the actual numbers, but I would say nine times out of 10, um, a contract is based on the, um, the project.
0: Oh, okay. Understood. Okay. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. And so where you are now, is there any challenges that you still face to this day, whether they, they're old ones that you still haven't gotten yet or new ones that have come about?
1: I think, I think, absolutely. Like, if I if if I ever were to say, "Oh, I don't struggle with anything in animation," like that's that's a blatant lie, you know. I think for me, all the th- all the things that I've struggled with always, I will always continue to struggle with. And I think the reason is that the more I do those things that I struggle with, the better my eye becomes, and the more I'm like, wait, I I. I thought this was difficult. I got here. Now I think this is difficult that I come here. Now I realize that this is difficult that it comes here. Then I realize that it's all kind of a lie and everything is like, it's, it's all kind of difficult. And I just, I'm like trying to refine, you know, sort of things. And sometimes I spend a lot of time focusing on acting. My body mechanics starts to suffer. And then go to the body mechanics to get really good at body mechanics again. And acting starts to suffer. And then yes. it's always kind of like trying to, you know, I do your body mechanics with acting. And that's just like, okay, well, I'm trying to. I can't really get good at both things at the same time or whatever, but it's, it's very, I find bottom mechanics very difficult for me, but I also find it the most fun. Sometimes I find certain types of acting very difficult, but I also find it the most fun. Sometimes it always depends on my, on my on my mood, but I would say like one of the biggest things that I'm like, you, I find that a lot of animators kind of go through f- sort of seasons and phases. Yeah. It's like sometimes people just kind of, get hyper-focused oh, I want to master finger animation, or like, oh, I want to master blinks, or I want to master shoulder animation. I feel like for me, I'm really, really trying to master texture in the head. And it's really trying to make sure that I'm getting in the head, like the physical head, and make sure that I'm getting like the right sort of like tiny little shakes and movements so it doesn't feel, so it feels just a little bit more believable. And I find that's like, every time I try to animate something and I'm like, oh that doesn't feel right. Move a key one frame. That feels worse. Okay. Move it the other way. Does it feel enough? Okay. How, how do I put it on the middle frame? Ah, that feels weird. And it's just like, I, I feel like that's something I'm always trying to figure out okay, how, what are these, how do I like just dial everything in just perfectly so yeah. that it like works the way that I want it to work, you know? And I love that. Like, I, I'm very, very lucky to be working at Disney and what uh, what I get to do now is like, Look at shots that I've admired for years, and like going through the graph editor and be like, how in the world did they do? Thing, oh wow! But I feel like I'm doing the same thing. Okay, let me try and like uh, uh, create like my own copy of the file. Like, let me try and adjust it. I broke it. How did? Why does it? It's so bad, you know. So it's just like a constant journey with this kind of stuff. But
0: wow, awesome! Yeah, it feels good to hear. Now, I won't say it feels good, but it's kind of a relief really <laughs> that that. Yeah who you've been in, you're in your career now and thriving to hear that you guys still have struggles and you guys still have challenges. You know, it's, this is something that you won't, this is something that you'll probably never perfect. There's always going to be something that, you know, so that it's really relieving. It kind of throws some stress off my
1: shoulders. Good, good. (laughs) Throw it off.
0: Yeah. And so the last question is, what is the best piece of advice or pieces of advice that you can give to animators?
1: I would say two things and i say say with full sincerity and full honesty um, first thing is sleep you need to sleep you generally need to make sure that you are you are being able to think because I find that animation a lot of the thing, a lot of the times is again it's creative problem solving so the more time you sit just kind of thinking about a problem and not being able to have a problem I found for myself when I sleep and when I'm my, when my mind is rested, I can attach these problems a lot quicker, a yeah. lot more, and with a lot more sort of like, with a lot better ideas, you know? Yeah. And that's just kind of the most important thing for me. And I would say the second thing is what I had been touching on earlier, is if you do not have your voice in, you do not have your artistic voice or you don't have, you know, that, continue and make that make it a priority for you to develop your opinion it's so mm. so so important to have an opinion in animation and in art in general because why are we doing this if we're not expressing ourselves why why in the world would you choose animation as a career if you're not actually getting to express yourself mm. um, as accurately as possible you know and if you don't know what you want to express ask yourself go outside go and look at look go and look at the world and go and look at what matters to you come back and tell me what matters to you through your work. If you go outside and you're like, I just really like comedy. I just really like the way people laugh. And I really like making people laugh. I want to see that if you go out and then you're like, well, I, I find it's really, I find I connect a lot with the way that people, the way that people just kind of move. And like, I just found that like every time someone walked every step, everyone took, it was so fascinating. Come back and show me that in your work, you know? Whatever it is that you love, go outside and find it. Go outside and just like observe and live and see what makes you respond, whether Mm -hmm. positive or negative, respond to something and find a way to tell it through your work. What is your opinion? Who are you? Why are you you? That's what I want to know. I think that's for me the best piece of advice I can give for young animators is go and find out what you care about and come back and show it. Wow, beautiful,
0: beautiful. Well thank you thank you so much for everything today i learned so much it's been 45 minutes and i learned so much and i'm gonna wow. write down all of the notes uh but thank you so much i appreciate your time today and i thank can't you. wait to uh podcast to come out and yeah thank you so much you have a great rest of your night
1: you too thanks for having me
0: thank you for joining us on today's episode of the animators Blueprint. Our heartfelt gratitude goes out to Animation Mentor for sponsoring our podcast. To show our appreciation, we invite you to visit animationmentor.com forward slash podcast. Here you can download a complimentary animation ebook. It's packed with valuable insights for animators at every level. It's our gift to you for subscribing. Keep animating your world and we'll see you in the next episode. Stay creative.